everybody. Common Sense Christianity again. You know, I was going over the internet and I was reading, um, you know, Bible verses and so on and so forth, getting, getting opinions of what people believe. And I come across this website that's called BibleReasons.com, right? And it's a pretty popular website. And it says, Jesus is God. Okay, this is pushed off, pushed off by Fritz Cherry. That's 27 comments, August 12, 2021. Bible verses that say Jesus is God. If anyone tries to tell you that Jesus is not God in the flesh, close your ears because anyone who believes that blasphemy will not enter to heaven. Okay, first of all, that's a lie. There's nothing that says one must believe Jesus is God in the flesh to enter into heaven. So this guy is preaching a false teaching right away. Okay. Um, then it goes on to say, Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Okay. Now they're trying to equivocate. I am he meaning Yahweh with I am he meaning the Christ. You know, this again is, is Satan getting his greasy little fingers his Crisco fingers into the scripture and twisting and perverting it and using fear tactics to keep people deceived, okay? Before, they used to kill you. They used to persecute you. you they used to anathematize you from the church if you did not believe Jesus was God or the Trinity. And now what they do is they basically keep you in a in a web of confusion and, and threaten you with internal damnation if you don't belong to their cult or, or be, believe as they do, Right? And they know they don't have evidence of the Trinity. They're hanging on shifting, shaking ground and shifting sand. So what did they do? You know, they they, sh they throw these fear tactics out. You know, they basically take things and completely pervert them. Unless you believe Jesus is I, I am he, you will die in your sins. For one thing, I am he meaning Yahweh and I am he meaning Christ mean completely different things. They constantly ask Jesus if you are the Christ in the Bible Jesus says, I am he, okay? It's different than, are you Yahweh? Jesus could have easily said, I am Yahweh. You know, are you are you Yahweh, Jesus? I am he, I am he, my son. I am Yahweh, I'm the God. You know, so they never, ever have a single piece of scripture where Jesus is God. So they hang on to riddles like we've gone into our, and through my other podcasts. And I'm not going to go over those uh, today. But I want to point to John 4, and it's going to be uh, 20, let's see here. I do all of these unscripted. I don't even prepare for them. I just pull things up. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time, but I don't change. Uh, okay, so right here. So Jesus says, uh, John 4, 21. Okay. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. Okay, that's that's what they're doing. They're not worshiping the Father. They're worshiping the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? So it says, um, it says, you worship what you do not know. Okay, that's basically what the Trinitarians are doing. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Okay, this is talking about salvation is from the Jewish God. They believe God is one person, not a three persons in a Trinity, okay, or Shalosh or anything like that. But the hour is coming. And now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, okay? Not a triune God in spirit and truth. The Father, okay? Not a, not Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Father. For such the Father seeks to worship Him, not them. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that the Mashiach is coming, He who is called Christ. 
when he comes, he will show us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Okay. I who speak to you am he. So when they talk about I am he, it means I am he, the Messiah. She was asking if Christ is coming. You know, if you look at the NIV, switch over, it says, then Jesus declared, I, the one who's speaking to you, I am he. Okay. I am he, you know, ego Amy, basically. So that, you know, the, the fact that they're trying to push I am he, meaning Yahweh, and if you don't believe Jesus is God in the flesh, you will die in your sins, is a satanic teaching. It's a false teaching. And then it goes on to say, if Jesus wasn't God, how could he die for our sins? I mean, this is the insanity of the Trinity. The Romans 5 all the way through talks about a man died for our sins, not God, okay? Not only your sins or my sins, but everyone in the whole world. Well, a man caused mankind to fall, right? Collapse right to now. So obviously, there would be no problem for a man to remediate that. God allows a sin to be covered uh, by a perfect man if he wants to. How dare you demand that God die for your sins? Are you so arrogant and into yourself that you demand God die for your sins? Is not the salvation reconciliation through the Christ, the Messiah, good enough for you? Okay. God said that he is our only savior. That's not true. I mean, there, there's plenty of saviors in the Bible if you, if you get technical. But yes, God is our only savior because God saved salvation. You know, God allowed salvation through his son. You know, it does without God allowing it, it wouldn't be salvation. You know, there is, God made Jesus Lord in Christ. Can God lie? No, but you are. You're lying. Scripture clearly says there is one God. Yes, that is true. The Father, read John 17, 3. And this guy goes on to say, so you must believe the Trinity. Really? I mean, this this is, uh, this. is these articles are infantile, and I can't believe they're actually published on reputable websites. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are three divine persons in one. Okay. The Bible verses are to show and prove that Jesus is God, unlike the Mormons teach. The Pharisees were angered because Jesus claimed to be God. No, that's not true. Okay, That's not true. What Trinitarians do is they take the side of the Pharisees, who are false religious leaders trying to throw all kinds of condemnation and false accusations at Jesus. And Jesus was constantly correcting them, saying, why don't you understand my speech? The Trinitarians would have been right there shaking their fist with Jesus. at Jesus. If you claim Jesus is not God, what makes you different from the Pharisees? Well, actually, we trust Jesus. You don't. Okay. Christian quotes about Jesus being God. Jesus is the only God who has a date in history. What? Jesus, is Christ, Jesus Christ, God's son, died for me. Huh? Jesus Christ, God's son, died for me. Okay. I, you know, I'm really starting to get disappointed now because I thought this would be a... I don't, I don't, I don't re, rehearse things. I just go by scripture and uh, go by just off the cuff. So I didn't even prepare this article. I'm just kind of going through... That's I, I do all my stuff unscripted, 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 and uh, without any preparation. So sometimes I make you know grammatical errors or whatever, or I uh, you know, but that's just part of it. So Jesus represents me. Jesus is for me. Jesus will raise me when I die. Your God's body or your religious body that you worship is still in the grave, for he or she is not God. Only Jesus, God's Son, is God. What? Only Jesus, God's Son, is God. Worship him. Jesus was God in the form of a man. That's hard for people to swallow, that even today that he was God. That's what he was. He wasn't nothing less than God. He was God manifested in flesh. 
If Jesus is not God, then there is no Christianity, and we worship him are nothing more than idolaters. Well, that's right. You are. You are an idolater as a Trinitarian. Absolutely. I agree with that. Conversely, if he is God, those who say he was merely a good man or even the best of men are blasphemers. Nobody says he's only a good man. I mean, this is a perversion of the Trinitarian doctrine. He was the only sinless man that ever lived. There's only one man like him. He doesn't say that he was just a mere man. Okay? Quit perverting and twisting things. You know, this is Satan, this is Satan right here. More serious still, if he is not God, then he is a blasphemer in the fullest sense of the word. If he is not God, he is not even good. What? We tend to focus our attention at Christmas on the infancy of Jesus Christ. The greater truth of the holiday is his deity. Oh yeah, that's why you just, you celebrate it on December 25th. Also a pagan holiday when you wrap a tree with garland and uh, bows and, and balls and stuff and fill it with lights. Perfect. Just like your pagan three-person God that you celebrate on Christmas. You know, you have to complete everything. So, uh, yeah, okay, they keep quoting people. More astonishing than a baby in the manger is the truth that this promised baby is the omnipotent creator of the heavens and the earth. John F. MacArthur. Oh, yeah, that's that's what we're going to go. Where, where's the Bible scripture on that? Where's scripture? Oh, let's go ahead and quote a man. Sure, let's go ahead and do that. If Jesus Christ is not God, how could he help us if he is not true man? How could he help us? Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Okay, I, what, okay. Jesus Christ is God in the human flesh, and his story, his life, and death and resurrection is the only good news that world will ever hear. Billy Graham. Ooh, another Bible verse. No, it's not. Either Jesus is the Son of God or a madman or worse, but his being just a good teacher? Nobody said he's just a good teacher, okay? He's not left open to us. C.S. Lewis, okay. Okay, so the deity of Christ is the key doctrine of the scriptures. Reject it and the Bible becomes a jumble of words. No kidding, that's because that's how you guys end up with a mystery that you don't even have a, a simple grasp on and understanding. And I mean that with kindness and love, you know, but I, I really get angry at false teachers like this guy. Because he deceives people and he keeps them in a web of confusion. Accept it and the Bible becomes an intelligible, intelligible and ordered revelation of God in the persons of Jesus Christ. J. Oswald Sanders. Well, you better get a hold of your theo, you know, your theologians and people that, that write uh, stuff uh, on the internet, like got questions, because they, they completely say it's a mystery. They don't understand it. Okay, Only by being both deity and humanity. What? Could Jesus Christ bridge the gap between where God is? Again, you know, David Jeremiah. Again, not biblical. Another quote. So to see what God is like. Okay, I'm going to skip all these things because I'm waiting for scripture. Okay, wow. Where does the Bible say Jesus is God? I and the Father are one. That, nah, that goes. Okay, we cover a podcast on that. That's nothing. Philippians 2, 5, nah, you know, it says you must have the same attitude that Christ had. Really? So if he was God, we have to have the same attitude God had? That doesn't make any sense. And though he was God, he did not think of equality with God. Something to be, well, no. This is Alexandrian text again. They pervert. It doesn't say God. This is the form of God. This just shows the satanic teaching of the Trinity. Okay. Now, John 17, 21 is his third verse. They, that they all may be one as though father art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. What? That's, that's proves that he's God. No, that proves that we're also God. Okay. John 1, 18. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who himself is God. Oh, my gosh. You know, again, they quote four Alexandrian texts that are well-known forgeries to push the Jesus is God narrative, because at the time they were battling this out. And these people inserted 
that Jesus is God into their own manuscripts. That's why thousands upon thousands don't have that in there. KJV doesn't have this in there. You know, so this guy is a false teacher. He's twisting words. Colossians 2.9, for in him the fullness of the deity dwells bodily. Okay, well, the Bible also says that we can have all of the fullness of God too. So that would make us God. Uh, John 10.33, we are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Well, you might want to keep reading because you quoted the Pharisees there and you didn't quote Jesus who immediately corrected them. It says, and Jesus answered them. Isn't it written in your law that you are gods? Now you're going to stone me because I say I am the son of God? Right? Again, this guy would be right there with the Pharisees along with the Trinitarians and the false religious leaders not understanding the words of Jesus. The Bible says they did not understand he spoke of the Father. And Jesus said, why don't you understand my speech? You can't bear to hear my word. Okay? John 5.18, this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Okay. Again, if you look at the uh, the Strong's Concordance on this and you click on equal, it means it means consistent. Okay, he was doing things consistent with what God was doing, healing on the Sabbath, you know, breaking the Sabbath. He was doing things that God was doing because Jesus said uh, the Father was dwelling in me, doing the works. You know, they were attributing all this to Jesus when Jesus said, no, it's not me. God the Father has given me authority to do these things. Why are you pushing me aside? And they were like, how dare you try to do these things, you know, when this is supposed to be God? They didn't understand, just like this Trinitarian doesn't understand. Jesus said the word worship, John 1, 1. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with the Father, and Jesus was the Father? Really? So if we put word in here in the beginning, that doesn't work either. John's not using a riddle. We covered this in our podcast. John 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is the only, that doesn't prove Jesus is God whatsoever. Just like if a word becomes a book or the author's words become alive, that doesn't mean it's a person. It's logos. Greek word is logos. You know, you don't get to insert a riddle here. I'm waiting for Jesus to, cl- to say he's God himself instead of all of these riddles. Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven, it says. 1 John 5.20. Oh, see, they pervert this. 1 John 5.20. We cover this in our other podcast, how they try to make Jesus out to be the only true God in here. This is a satanic teaching, like I said. This is talking about the Father. John does not contradict himself in John 17.3 to say that now in 1 John 5.20, Jesus is the only true God. Do you see how Satan deliberately lies and manipulates and twists words to destroy the role of the Father. Now Jesus is I am He, not Yahweh. Okay. Now Jesus is the only true God, not Yahweh. Do you see the, the pattern here? Okay. Romans 10:13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay, that has nothing to do with Jesus being God. I am He. John 5, 8, the people said, you're not 50 years old. How can you see Abraham? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was even born, I am. Well, okay, we've covered this in our other podcasts also. Jesus, you know, before means greater than. And in different languages, they translate different. Like in some countries, I could say, I would translate something and it would come out in English as cold I am instead of I am cold, right? So Jesus, you know, before means greater than. You know, uh, before means greater than. You can look at the strong concordance like I am before you. It means chief. So it could be, you know, before uh, greater than Abraham was, I am. Or if you translate differently, I am greater than, than Abraham was, right? Because they kept asking right above it, who are you? Do, you? do you say that you're greater than our father Abraham? Are you claiming to be that? So Jesus was claiming to be the one that was foretold long before Abraham was born. If you look at John 9, 9, go to Bible Hub, compare that to 
John 8, 58. Go all the way down. Look at the Greek. It's ego, Aimi. They put the one next to the blind man, which if they would have done this, this guy wouldn't be so lost. It would basically say before Abraham was, I am the one. You know, it's basically saying I'm the one that everybody's waiting for. John 8, 22, 24. The, the Jews, will he kill himself? And it says, I told you that you would die in your sins. If you do not believe I am he, you will die in your sins. Okay. Again, we just addressed this. I am he, meaning the Christ, not God. John uh, 13, 18. I am not referring to all of you. I know that these are chosen, but this is to fulfill the passage of scripture. He who shares my bread has turned against me, uh, unless you believe that I am who I am. Okay. That doesn't have anything to do with God. So we're going to skip that one. First and the last, there is one God. Isaiah 44, 6, thus say the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, the King of Israel, I am the first and the last, besides me, there is no God. You got that right. That's why Jesus declared the Father is the only true God, nobody else. So you're just contradicting yourself at this point, you know. Uh, 1 Corinthians 8, 6, yet for us there's one God, the Father, right, and whom are all things, and from whom are all things, and one Lord, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, we went through this on our other podcast. There's a huge difference between Lord and Lord, and Lord was not even in the in the manuscripts whatsoever. So, at this point, I didn't pre, you know, I didn't do a preliminary investigation on this particular article. I just go off the cuff. That's part of the the nice thing about my podcast is you get real raw conversation. You don't get somebody that's scripted. Uh, you know, I, I go, you know, right off, off of what I, I what I see. And sometimes I make, like I said, make grammatical errors or I I'll stumble over a word, and that's fine. I don't, I, you know, I don't care. Um, so it, you know. It, just because it means Lord doesn't doesn't mean that it's it's eclipsing the Lord. I'm the only Lord in the Old Testament. This is this is the this this is the ignorance and unfortunately the the translator bias. And um, so in Revelation 2:8 and to the angel of the church in Samaria, the words of the first and last who died. Alpha and the Omega is a Greek Greek term. It simply means the first and the last of anything. I mean, God conferred all authority to his son. So naturally, Jesus would be the first and the last, you know, for the new kingdom. And Jesus is the firstborn from the dead and the last Adam, the author and finisher of our faith. Nothing to do with, you know, being the first and the last doesn't mean that you're God, right? Revelation 1, 17 through 18. When I saw him, I'm the first. Okay, well, we go through that. Only God can be worshipped. That's not true. That's not true. Matthew 1, 24, when he saw they rose to worship him. If you go to the Old Testament and you look at translations like the KJV, okay, they clearly show that they worship the Lord and the King. And I will pull this up right here. I'm sorry if it's going to pause, um, but I want to illustrate this to you um, that that's not true. Uh, and again, I could have had this all prepared, but I don't do it like that. I, I just go by, I go by, um, I do it unscripted. So let's go ahead and go through NI, uh, KJV. And we're going to find in here, it says, okay, so it's First Chronicles 29. And David said to all the congregation, now bless the Lord your God, and the congregation blessed the Lord God of all their fathers and bowed down to their heads, bowed down their heads, and worshipped the Lord and the king. Okay, KJV clearly shows that they worshiped King David along with God. Okay, just because they worship Jesus doesn't mean that he's God. Worship has many different meanings, bowing down to, prostrating. Now, if we, if we switch out the KJV and go into maybe the RSV, it says they worship the Lord and did obedience to the king or abstinence to the king or whatever. So do you see how they're deliberately yanking words out to, to push their Trinity narrative and their Jesus is God narrative? That's malicious. That's satanic. You know, Satan does that to deceive. Leave it alone, right? 
So they, they show that they do worshiping to the Father, and then they take it out because other men are worshiping. They go, oh, no, 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 we got to push this lie that Jesus is God, and only Jesus and God worship. So we're going to take this out. See, that's a lie. Compare, go to go to KJV. Look at look at First Chronicles 29, 20, okay? And see how King David is worshiped along with God. And then look at the RSV or other, other different translations and see how they switch the word, okay? So that's a lie there. Uh, Matthew, okay, these talk about worship. Jesus has prayed to revealing he's God. No, Jesus said, if you pray, you know, all that you ask of me, I will ask my father. You know, father, fa the father gives me and I will give to you. It doesn't have anything. This is just so, this is nonsensical. Uh, the Trinity, Matthew 28, 19. Okay, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father. We've covered this in other podcasts. Jesus is not revealing in a baptismal statement right before he leaves earth that, ta-da, God is a Trinity. It says nothing about a three-person God anyway. You know, I could say, you know, a guy could say uh, in the name of me, in the name of my fiance, in the name of our love, like I've articulated before, and the name of our love is a name, but it's not a person, right? It's it's so, this is the power of the Holy Spirit, the name of the Holy Spirit, you know, so it doesn't have anything to do with God. Uh, oh, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of our Holy Spirit be with you. See, this is the satanic deception of the Trinity. Of course, as we've gone through in our other podcasts, we've listed like 16, I didn't go through all of them, but 16 times it says grace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ blessed be with you. Okay. Always grace from God, the father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Also, the Bible says we have but one God, the father and one Lord Jesus Christ. Now this guy pulls out four translations that include the Holy spirit also, because he doesn't want to include the 15 or 16 other ones that don't even mention the Holy spirit. And there's no grace, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship. You can have fellowship with love, right? You can have, you can be in basking in love, but there's not a person so this just goes to show the insanity and the desperation of the Trinitarian doctrine. You know, it's completely one-sided. They don't include things, and they 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 do a sleight of hand, right? It's like a it's like a poker player. It's a sleight of hand. Unless you believe that I am He, poof, it means Yahweh. No, they keep things hidden. You know, it just shows this guy is is either a liar or he's just ignorant about what Scripture says. Biblical evidence. Uh, oh, okay, my Lord and my God. We we talk about. John 20, 28, first of all, you know, the Bible says there are many so-called gods in heaven and on earth. So I don't have any problem with Jesus being called God, which I don't believe in this verse that he's that he's being called God, because as we go through the rest of our podcasts, you know, other ones, they kept asking to see the father. Jesus said, don't you believe that the father is in me? You know, I am in the father. The father is in me. If you see me, you see the father. If you see me, you see the, the one who sent me. Don't you believe? Don't you believe? You know, and they kept asking to see the father. So when Thomas finally was raised, you know, Thomas saw Jesus was raised from the dead. He said, you know, I won't believe unless I can stick my finger in his wounds. And so when he saw Jesus, he said, my Lord, which is, you know, Jesus and the father. He basically saw the father in Christ again. He, he recognized God's work that he did through Jesus, my Lord and my God. If you look at the Greek, it's actually the Lord of me and the God of me. And this is really the only way in a Greek statement that you can describe two persons, right? So, so, so the author, John, went out of his way to make it clear. And not only that, but immediately after this, John says, I wrote all of this so you would know that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God which would be completely weird if if he was trying to push the narrative that Jesus was God. 
Thomas recognized Jesus was God, and then Paul or John quashes all of this and just takes the the thunder away from Thomas's statement by saying, "By the way, I wrote everything so you would understand Jesus is God." How about John saying Thomas finally recognized Jesus was God, and now you know I wrote all of this so you would come away with the understanding that Jesus is God? He doesn't. John says, if you get anything out of what I wrote, understand Jesus is the Son of God. That's what matters, okay? First, uh, Second Peter 1.1, 1, 1, here we go. God and Savior Jesus Christ, okay? That, we already did a podcast on that. That's a that's a lie. Again, that's a twisting. A bonus. Oh, bonus. Acts 20.28. 20, Ooh, keep watch over yourselves and the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood, Okay? So they're believing that Jesus, that God has blood, right? I can have a relative of mine, my, my, my grandmother, and say, you know, she's my flesh and blood. She's my flesh and blood, right? Is she really my flesh and blood, literally? I mean, she, I guess she could have uh, my DNA, you know, and my flesh and blood. But, but God could refer to Christ as his flesh and blood, you know, that's because it's his only begotten son, right? He created Jesus. So they're really taking this literally. And not only that, but this is the kicker. When you go to, you know, they they use, you can see in this this instance here, how they deliberately pervert words. They use scripture maliciously. And I really think this is maliciously. I really think that these people are deceptive, intentional, you know. And you remember, Satan works through people. So he can blind people and have the spirit of anger and the spirit of argument that keeps people deceptive. He will have false teachers that do this. So when you look at Acts 20, it doesn't say the his own blood. It says the blood of his own son. See, so they take these verses when other verses are challenging what they believe. Right. It says, take heed to yourselves and to the flock into which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he has obtained with the blood of his own son. OK, his own son, his own blood, his blood. See, Trinitarians don't study. Or I shouldn't say they, they don't. A lot of them do because a lot of them come up with these spectacular riddles that they try to patch together. But most Christians don't study like this article. And again, I didn't prepare for it. I just pick up things and I, I create a podcast. So what you get is real, it's raw. And uh, and I really appreciate you guys uh, listening. And uh, I wish I get some emails, you know, critiquing things other than, hey, you're a heretic or whatever. Um, I do get a lot of support from my listeners and I really appreciate that. But um, again, these are real podcasts, they're not scripted. So when I pick up something, it's going to be a surprise to me as well. I go through this real time. I didn't look at this article beforehand. And it just I can go through this article really fast and show you with the scripture, with the power of the truth, that th- this is a deception straight on down the line. Like in the first thing where, you know, if you don't believe Jesus is God, you're, you're not a Christian and you're going to burn in hell. OK, this is the lie that they push in churches. And this is why many people cover their ears and run for the hills if they're Trinitarians, because they're told that if you don't believe Jesus is God, you're not a Christian or you're going to burn in hell. The true seekers, the true worshipers, those who stand for truth say, ah, 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 ah. I don't care about your lies. I don't care about your threats. I don't care about your deception. I'm going to stick with what Jesus taught. I'm going to stick with what God taught. Does Jesus teach your Trinity? No. Does Jesus preach in clear terms, I am Yahweh, I am God in the flesh? Never. Okay. Do the apostles teach Jesus as God after he leaves earth? Never. Okay. This would have been a consistent teaching if they wanted us to believe it. They would have made sure, you know, Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. Do you see how easy that was for me? Nobody ever speaks of it. 
So I hope this gives you a little bit of uh, insight onto how Trinitarians think. I, I know you, most of you already know this, right? But this is just another example. We can go through every verse Trinitarians give us without even preparing for it and just knock them down. Boom, 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 boom. They don't hold up to the truth, right? The guy starts off literally by saying, unless you believe Jesus is Yahweh, I am he, then you will die in your sins. He doesn't even understand what I am he means. So, you know, if he's that far gone and pushing this lie and this narrative, it's a spiritual thing. I could comment. I could put a put, post a comment and all I'll get is you heretic, you liar, you know. So what's the point, right? I can reach people with my podcast who want truth, who want to seek the truth, that will sit down and listen and challenge what they believe and use common sense, you know. That's why I'm not a Trinitarian anymore, because things things just didn't add up. And now it's once you become a non-Trinitarian after the truth, there's no going back. Once you see the deception and the lies, there's no going back to the Trinity. And that's the beauty of it. You're not lost in a mystery. You're not lost in a satanic deception. You don't care about. And it's sad because sometimes it's a lonely road, right? You lose friends. You might lose family. You might lose. You're going to lose your fellowship, obviously. But God is testing us. Are we going to be of this world? Are you going to submit to man? Are you going to become part of this world and, and, and justify your faith by following a church? You know, God tells us the world will hate us, right? So why are we sticking with popularity? You know, I mean, really, the only reason the Trinity is popular today is because, as I indicated, people like me were murdered, okay? Burned alive, kicked out, anathematized from the church, castaways, okay? So... Christ talks about his little flock, and the Bible also talks about choose the narrow path because the road to destruction is wide, okay? Don't choose popularity because, you know, the thing that will convict you is not the Holy Spirit. You'll feel guilty because Satan will throw all kinds of lies in, in, your, in your area and make you feel guilty that you're rejecting Jesus as God. Oh, you don't, you don't love Jesus enough. You're rejecting him as God. That's a lie, okay? Satan does all kinds of guilty tactics. Stand on scripture. Stand on what the truth is. Show, you know, stand on what the Bible actually says. Challenge it. You know, am I forced to believe Jesus is God? Is that part of the is, is that part of the doctrine? Absolutely not. You know, so what they're doing is stand up for God. Stand. Look at it this way. Stand up for God. Stand up for Christ. Christ prayed we would know the Father as the only true God. God said thousands of times in the Bible, "I am alone. I am God. I am God alone. There's nobody but me." Christ taught the same teaching. Okay? He didn't teach this three-person God. You know, this is what this is the deception of this of Satan. He has control over Christianity in large and ma mass, and he dwells inside. That's why a lot of these Christians are completely lost. You know, they're completely out in left field. They have no clue. They read the Bible, they go home Sunday, they feel better, and then they continue, you know, doing whatever they do during their work week. Uh, but they're never comfortable with the Trinity ever. You'll never be at peace as a Trinitarian ever. And I don't care what a Trinitarian will tell you. If they are at peace, it's because they don't challenge it. They just accept it. They don't think about it, right? A lot of people are not critical thinkers. They'll just believe something and they won't even dig into it. They're just, okay, it's true. I don't really care that much. And I've spoken with Trinitarians that do that. I, I don't really care that much. I, you know, I believe he's God, but I'm not going to really challenge it, you know. See, that's how, you, that's how you're deceived. So, uh, again, this article, you know, again, we can go through every single verse, show that, that it's not what they, they say right from the opening statement. I probably should have said, nah, but I just wanted to give my listeners another glimpse into this insanity of the Trinity and the false doctrine they teach. These are the paper cut, 
yeah, well, they are paper cuts, really, because it's a disaster. But these are the cookie cutter verses that they quote all the time. They push the same thing. I and the Father are one. Where's the Holy Spirit? You know, I mean, we're also one with God. Are we part of the Trinity now? I mean, it just becomes insanity, right? So this podcast has gone on long enough, but I hope it gives you another glimpse into the satanic lies of the Trinity and why they use coercion and fear tactics to force people to remain Trinitarians, okay? I am he, I am he, the Christ, the Mashiach, not I am he, meaning Yahweh, okay? The Bible is very clear that God is the Father, okay? And and Jesus Christ is God's glorified Mashiach. You know, we can look at uh, different translations, and, and what they're trying to do is make Jesus, who is his humble servant, into God Almighty, right? Into God Almighty. And the Bible is very clear that... Uh, that that Jesus Christ is his servant son, right? He's he's the servant son of Yahweh, the God of Abraham. Um, and so I can pull up the verse here. Let's see if I can pull it up uh, in the RSV. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Uh, 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 uh. Well, let's see. Glorified his servant. Let's see. Mm, I'm switching back between different translations, so I apologize. Um, glorified his servant son, God of Abraham. Let's see here. I, I'm sure you guys know which verse I'm talking about. Let's see here. I'll, I'll just spend a little bit of time trying to find it. Okay, glorified. RSV, glorified his servant son. Um, okay, right here. No, that's not it. Okay, right here. I apologize for the wait. Acts 3.13. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered and denied in the presence of Pilate when he has decided to release him. Okay? So Acts 3.13 clearly shows us that Jesus is not Yahweh. He's the, the servant son of Yahweh. Okay? It would be very weird to all of a sudden have Jesus as Yahweh when it says Jesus is a servant son. Now, what does Satan say? Nah, now nah, Jesus is not the servant of Yahweh. He's Yahweh. Okay. Do you see how Satan gets his little fingers in there and twists things? Okay. He completely perverts it. So the Bible is 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 basically it's a mist, it's confusion now. It's a it's a book of confusion. Here you have Jesus as the servant son, but he's Yahweh. You have Yahweh being a servant to Yahweh. It's a complete and total disaster. And what Satan wants is he wants you to believe that only God can die for your sins. Only God can walk sinless. Only God can do these things. And you can't, right? You can't be like Jesus. So don't even try. He'll go, you know, you weren't, you're not Jesus. You know, you're not God. Why are you even trying? He'll know. He'll understand because he's God. You're not. You're just nothing but a, a pathetic man or woman. You can't walk like Jesus. Look what he did. He had a hard time overcoming me in temptation and he was God Almighty. You know, laugh and say, <laughs> do you honestly think that you can, you can uh, lean on God when God himself was crying loud, crying in tears on the cross and begging to be delivered and sweating tears of blood because I was tempting him? Do you really think that you as a mere mortal man or woman can can come across me and defy me and not sin like Jesus did? You're not God. You're not even close. So if Jesus had a hard time as God Almighty, you're not even going to, 
you're not even going to stack up at all. I can deceive you. I can tempt you anytime I want. You have no power because you're a pathetic human. Okay. This is the lie of Satan. You know, you need to be God to be able to avoid temptation. Otherwise, you know, I can get you at my, that's a lie. Okay. That's a satanic lie. And that's what Trinitarians often use is God will understand because I'm not God. He's God. You know, he'll understand. No, if, if, if you walk like Christ walked, you can, you know, you have a propensity to sin, but you can be sinless like Jesus. I mean, you're already a sinner, right? But you can, you can perfect yourself where like Jesus was made perfect. You can perfect yourself where sin will bother you, right? I mean, it will bother you. It will, it will convict you. And the fact that Jesus you know, the, the Trinitarians push the narrative that Jesus is God is just more satanic teaching. You can see that the, sat, the Satan has his fingers all over the Trinity pushing the Jesus is God narrative. You know, that, that means that God bypassed humanity and God did not involve humanity at all. It was God and God. God did not have faith and trust enough for humanity to overcome sin, to remain sinless, to die and be a representative for, for humanity. God himself had to do it. Okay, and that's not biblical. Okay, you can see from the opening statement of this guy that I am He does not mean what He means, what He thinks it means. It does not mean Yahweh. So I've had enough. I've seen enough. Um, it was it was kind of another eye opener, and I'm not like I said, I'm not shocked because they're all the same, right? You go to the same canned verses they use, and you can clearly see how they take them out of context. They won't list the 16 verses. They won't challenge them of why the Holy Spirit is not even mentioned, but they will include. One little thing or four verses that include fellowship and communion. So what? You can have fellowship and communion with things that are you know, innate, that are not even human, right? I can have fellowship with love. I can have fellowship with, with hate. I mean, it just belong, It means that you, you feel that you belong to it, right? It doesn't mean that it's grace. You know, when it literally says in the Bible, grace from God the Father and from you know, Lord Jesus Christ, boom, boom, boom. 16 or 17, not one time does the Holy Spirit ever send greeting and grace from God the Father and Jesus. Ever. He's never included. You know, so for them to use a verse like that and put the Holy Spirit and include him just shows the bias and the total deception of Satan. You know, they they want people to get off track and not pay attention to the 16 other verses that don't even include the Holy Spirit, but yet include one that simply talks about fellowship and communion. Okay. So anyway, I've said enough. The opening statement of I am he should should let people think if you're a trinitarian and listen to this think on it okay think on it does jesus ever teach your three-person god go find it go find one instance of it does do the apostles ever teach your three-person god find it it's part of the gospel message that we are to believe jesus is yahweh to be a christian and be saved go find it go find it don't don't just believe what you believe find it and the truth is you will never ever find it ever so you can either make a decision of hanging on to your church fathers who argued and fought about this and later killed people who didn't believe, or you can believe in the simple truth and the teachings of Jesus. The choice is yours. God bless.